the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. On 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Emmerman and I will be your host for today. So coming up on Hi Kids, I'm going to be speaking to Fiona Ramsey. She's an actress and a vocal coach. What is a vocal coach? Don't go away kids, just stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM and you will find out more about Fiona and what she does. Also on the show I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a Chai Kid riddle to challenge your brain. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss this kid's show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you just want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 or WhatsApp to 061. Uh, the SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019. And please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids today. You're listening to Chai Kids on 101.9 Chai FM. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm nine years old. I have Fiona... I have... Actress and vocal coach Fiona Ramsey with me in studio. So send your questions to 345-19 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Fiona. Hello. Lovely to see you, Rio. Let's start with the questions. What do you do for a living? Well, that's a difficult question to ask an actress because yeah. they do nearly everything they have <laughs> yeah. to stay alive. But I'm currently a lecturer at Bits University in the drama department or in the theatre and performance department, as it's now called. And um, I also act. I did a film this weekend, a short film, and I'm going down to Cape Town to do a BBC television. Wow. So I act on stage and I act on screen, and I also teach dialogue. I teach accents to people. So I do so many things that yeah. I don't know what I really do. <laughs> so you're a vocal coach and an actress. Mm-hmm. Do you work in a group or alone? I work alone, but you know, so much of the time in theatre or on film sets, you are, you know, you're with a lot of people. But I'm a solo, you know, and when you're acting on stage, there's the rest of the cast. So you're not alone unless you're doing a one-woman show. So I'm with people. It's a very, very gregarious and outgoing and sociable kind of job, which I suppose I like. I should know about that because my mother's an actress. I know. She played my daughter once. Did you know that? Yeah, she keeps telling me that. (laughs) Who is the most famous person you have met? Well, that's difficult to answer because I've worked with Idris Elba, who is, uh, I taught him how to do his accent for Long Walk to Freedom with a a coach, I must say. I wouldn't dare to do that on my own. And then he asked for me to train him for the Dark Tower in an American accent. And I'm just about to teach somebody who I don't know. They're not telling me. We're not allowed to know who it is yet for a Detroit accent. But I have met Johnny Depp. Wow. And I've worked with so many. Jennifer Hudson. I've worked with 
loads and loads of people. But I think Idris Elba stands out as one of the special people. Do you travel a lot? I used to travel a lot more before I went to Vitz. And Vitz has tended to clip my wings. Um, but I am going to Cape Town quite soon. It's after the exams. And um, I'll be working on a film in Johannesburg doing dialogue coaching, which is nice. But before the advent of Skype and before yeah. technology got so yes. advanced, I used to fly all over the world to train the actors. But now they just use Skype. So technology has been wonderful for some things, but pretty awful for others. So I used to travel a lot more, you know. Where is your most favorite place and why? Um, I think South Africa remains my most favorite place. And I love Joburg. A lot of people love Cape Town. I'm a Josie girl. I was born here and I love it. But, you know, I lived in London for five years, and that was exciting. I've been to Paris. I think Paris is the most wonderful city in the world. It's very expensive for South Africans now. Yeah. And New York is just fantastic. And when I acted in America last year, I was in a tiny little town called Provincetown, um, and we went to New York. And earlier this year, I was in L.A. So it's difficult to say. I think, you know, the nicest place is where the best work is. I suppose that's the answer. <laughs> Why did you choose to be an actress? Well, a lot of actors say they choose to be actors because they can't do anything else. Is They're not true? qualified to do is anything that, is else. Is that true for you? Uh, I don't know. I think that what happened to me is I was at school and I was directing the school play. And I was in wow. what is your grade 12 now, which was our matric. And on about a week before we opened, one of the cast who was playing the lead decided yes. she wanted to go to a uh, matric dance at one of the boys' schools instead of be oh, on the okay. stage. So I went to the headmistress and I said, we can't do it. It's out of the question. I've got to cancel. And she said, no, you don't. You take over. <laughs> that was so wonderful. Did you just say that? Did she just say she that? She just said that to me. And then me. you went on stage and it was fun. And then I went on stage and it was the first time I'd done ballet. I was like every other little girl. I wanted to be a ballerina. And I don't want to be a ballerina. You don't want to be a ballerina. Well, I wanted I'm, to be a ballerina. I'm sort of a tomboy. Are you? Yeah. I don't think that I'm very feminine, but <laughs> I loved ballet. And then I did Spanish dancing. And I loved it. I really enjoyed it. But when I went on stage, after I'd taken over and I knew the play so well, I felt like I was flying. And I kind of thought, this is what I want to do. So that was really what <laughs> made me want to be. But I actually wanted to be a doctor because I thought doctors do such wonderful work. And they help they people. They do. Yeah, don't you think so? I think they really do, you know, wonderful work. So yeah. now I work um, on in, in the Park Lane Clinic with uh, Dr. Lance Marin, who's a... Uh, yeah. I think he probably... Do you know him? No. Uh, I thought maybe no. your mom had taken him. He's an, <laughs> an ear, nose, and throat or a laryngologist, so he looks after your vocal cords. And I work with him on a team to rehabilitate the voices that have been operated on that are actors. So I suppose I'm doing medicine in oh, a way. Okay. <laughs> so you're sort of being a doctor and an actress. Yeah, at the same, at the same time. time. Has anything embarrassing ever happened to you? Oh, plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I think too many things. But <laughs> I think out? one of the most embarrassing moments of my life was meeting Johnny Depp. Because <laughs> I was in Los Angeles and I was teaching Tim Robbins, who yeah. was a very, he was in Shawshank Redemption. He's a great actor. Anyway, we walked across the road to get coffee, and I looked into the wall, and I thought, that's Johnny Depp. 
So I turned to Tim Robbins and I said to him, I think that's Johnny Depp. He said, yeah, yeah, that's Johnny. And he went up and said, hey, how are you doing? And I was just standing next to them. Like, I, what? I didn't speak. I what? was like with my mouth open. I felt like I was, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, then I felt so idiotic that I said, I'm going to get the coffee. Can I get you anything, Johnny? And he answered me. He said, no, I'm good. And I just heard, no, I'm good, no. <laughs> In my ears. And anyway, then he said to me when I came back, he said, he grabbed my shoulder and he said, Tim has been telling me what you do. And I said, uh, yeah. And, and then he said, so if I want a South African accent, I know where to come to. Yeah. And then I said, I do everything. I do all accents. I can do anything. <laughs> And I found that very embarrassing. I think that was one of my most embarrassing yeah, that, that moments. That sounds embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have tea with one person, dead or alive, fictional or non-fictional, who would it be? That's hard. I'd like a round table full of people. But I think I'd be quite interested to meet Albert Einstein. To see, you know, because he's very, very clever. And, you know, he created something or discovered something that has been... Probably one of the most destructive things in the world, and yet he was such a genius. So, but there's so many people I'd love to meet. Mozart, I'd love, you know, there's so many different yeah. people that I'd love to meet. A lot of actors, I don't know. I mean, maybe it would be fantastic to meet Sarah Bernhardt, you know, and someone that was an actress long, long ago. But I think I'm more interested in people that are Aldous Huxley, writers, people that use their mind a lot more. Because there's not a lot of people around like that anymore. No. <laughs> what is a voice coach? So a voice coach straddles a number of things. You, some voice coaches just teach people how to speak and use their voice better so they can talk wonderfully like that and do voiceovers or yeah, whatever. Audiobooks. Yes, like that, that sort of thing. I um, love audiobooks. They are fantastic. But you need, you know, you really need a really good voice to do that. I fall asleep to them. Because oh. I can't fall asleep anywhere else. Really? Yeah. And what's your favorite uh, audio book? Do you have a favorite or do you... Not really. I just listen to them. So what are you listening to? At the, what did you fall asleep to last night? Percy Jackson. What is it called? Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. And what's it about? Uh, Greek mythology. Oh, wow. And who was the who were the Greek, the Greek characters? Uh, they were the gods. Yeah. And the Olympians. And then there were the minor gods. And uh, some of the minor gods, not all of them, because it's quite a lot of them. Then there was Medusa. Oh, with the snakes in her hair. Yeah. Um, and there were the three furies. Oh, all those women that looked yeah, terrible. Yeah, and a lot of the monsters. They like a monster, don't and they? And gods. In, in Greek mythology, they love monsters. Yes. Strange things. So that's one way, you know, that's one aspect of being a vocal coach. And then the other one is to teach people accents. So, for example, I teach a lot of South Africans to be Americans for American films. I teach yeah. Idris, who's Cockney, to be South African. I teach him to be American. So I teach everything, and I'm going down. It's actually interesting. I'm going down to do a film um, where I have to do a Yorkshire accent. And so today, just before I came here, I was so nervous because I had a dialogue coach teaching me. And although I think I know, uh, you know, sort of what to do, you're never sure. So... So that's another aspect of dialogue coaching. And the other aspect is actually looking after people's voices, being a vocal coach, making sure that a singer doesn't lose her voice. I looked after a lot of singers on The Lion King, um, and that is a very hard sing, you know, the songs yeah. are, and they do eight shows a week. I looked after a lot of people on the, in Chicago, 
taught them American accents. So it, it's really, it's a lot of different things. What's a Yorkshire accent? I can't even do it. <laughs> but it's northern. So the north of England is kind of, I come from Bradford, it's sort of like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of like that. And, and, and you have Man- Manchester, which is very broad. I come from Manchester, and Liverpool. Liverpool is right, like, right back, alright? You know, it's right back in your throat. But so, they're all slightly different. That's why, I mean, you know, English people, they, 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 they know exactly what the sound is, so you can't pretend. Whereas you can kind of pretend here, yeah, you can sort of say it's a Yorkshire accent, but it might just be sort of in that region. So, that's why I was nervous. Yes. My dad loves Liverpool and soccer. Oh, does he? Yes. Well, they didn't speak very nice. <laughs> Liverpool. I come from Liverpool. It's right, it's sort of like South African in a way, because it's got that, Achum. Achum from Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. How do you teach someone an accent different to their own? Well, that's quite hard. You know, some, some people say, oh, you taught, say, for example, Idris Elban, he was so good. And then you taught Terence Howard, and he was not good at all. Yeah. I said, it's not nothing to do with me. It's got to do with them. Um, <laughs> so you can teach them, but some actors can't, you know, like some people can't sing, you know, or can't find the note. You know, they sing flat. No, you know what I mean? It's sort of flat. <laughs> it's like my brother. My brother is not a very nice singer. Really? I don't think so. Well, he might, uh, but you can sing. He might turn out like that because yeah. he's only six years old. Yeah, well, there's plenty of time for the voice to develop. And what, yes. is, what is your favorite song? You told me earlier that you sing. I don't know. I do like the songs from The Greatest Showman, though, but I don't particularly like the movie, but I like the songs. Oh, really? Yes. And you sing them? Do you sing along with music when you listen yes, to music? I do. do. You? Actually, now I'm doing... Um, I have this group with some of my friends. We we call ourselves the uh, the book club, and it's basically we swap books around. Oh, yeah. That's great. And we sometimes uh, we we starting to do shows. Oh. Uh, but there's not been one successfully yet. <laughs> I'm sure this one will be success successful. Well, you know, there's so. an, that old saying that says, "If first you don't succeed, try, try again." Try, try again. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Bertolt Brecht. That's why I did the accent. <laughs> do you prefer acting in theatre, on television? Or film or on a radio? That's also a very difficult question because each of them are divine. Each of them are lovely. I like acting on the radio. Yeah, acting on radio is wonderful. And it's a medium that a few people are not, are not, um, you know, they, they don't do it as much anymore. But I think deep down in my soul, acting on stage is absolutely wonderful because you use every part of your body and you're engaged and the audience is there. So you use your mind, you use your body, you use your voice. Whereas on film, of course you're using all those things, but you're not in charge. And I like being in control. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite book or movie and why? I like, cab- I, I think Cabaret, which was based on, I think I am a camera. Christopher Isherwood. I think that's one of the seminal films of all time. I think it was based on that cabaret with Liza Minnelli all those years ago, which was about such a terrible time in our history, but so brilliantly portrayed. So it's it's a musical, but with this horrifying underbelly. So I think it's a drama. Plus, it's got it's got music, and it's that I'm sure you must have heard. Joel Grey plays the MC. 
You don't know it. Okay. Well, but that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm nine years old. Now let's carry on with the questions with Fiona. Hi, it's good to be back. Hi Kids. <laughs> what has been your most challenging role? I suppose um, Mrs. Mears in uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie because I had to sing uh, and I'm not a natural singer, unlike Barbara Streisand. I'm not natural, she always says. Um, so I think when I have to sing and act, I think At those the are the most, yeah, kind of that's the most challenging. But I did, I've done about 12 one woman shows and it's quite lonely. Doing a one-woman show. Oh, were you? Oh, sorry. So, no, no, don't worry. You can ask me again. Fine. (laughs) I've got a different answer. So I suppose, yeah, singing and and acting at the same time is is, is, uh, more challenging. Yes. What do you love and hate about your job? Well, I hate being unemployed and I hate having no money. Um, (laughs) But uh, I, I just think that, you know, artists or actors are so rich in their souls from all playing all these different characters and from research and going to meet people. And it also takes you to, as you said, overseas. I've traveled overseas with a lot of plays and I've gone to overseas to premieres and things like that. So I think, you know, you just, I think your knowledge of the world and the knowledge of people, human beings, um, becomes just much huger and much richer. You might be poor, but you're very rich inside. Yeah. Do you think the world would be a better place with humans or without humans? Well, that is... I actually wrote on Facebook the other day, the world would be a better place without humans. So that's my answer. I think that I think that humanity is quite disappointing as I get older. I'm not sure that every generation, like my grandmother, if she felt that when she... I mean, she thought that cars were insane. You I know. don't like <laughs> you know, she'd never, she didn't grow up with cars, so she thought that they were sort of weird and shouldn't, shouldn't be around. I'm growing so, up with cars and I don't think they should be around. You must be an old soul, Rio. <laughs> you must have a lot of wisdom in you. Do you like the great outdoors? I love the great outdoors. I go to the bush near at least three or four times a year. I find that you watching animals, which ties into whether I think the world would be a better place without humans. I mean, watching animals, you know, when you look at an animal, a a group of animals, you don't get like a huge fat animal impala and a very skinny impala and a, you know, they're all the same. And I think there's something wonderful about that, that they learn to live together and they're not greedier than the others and they're not, you know, they don't want more. So I think our greed, I think. They're not too clever, but they. I think they're much cleverer than we give them. They've learned to work. Yeah. They they like uh, don't make sarcastic comments. Sometimes (laughs) that's a good point. Silla, she makes sarcastic comments in class. (laughs) Tell me something. Do you have a dog? I have two dogs, two cats, and a lot of silkworms. Uh (laughs) I stopped counting. What are your dogs' names? Ingrid and Bogart. And what I was going to say is, especially, I don't have cats. My mother was allergic to cats, so I never grew up with them. But they're amazing creatures. But I know dogs very well. 
And dogs are so intuitive. They know when you're going out, don't they? You don't have yeah. to put anything on. They know when you're leaving. They know when you're going to pack the next day. They know exactly to, what's going to happen. And so that's much cleverer than dogs us. Dogs can tell the future. We don't. Yeah, dogs can tell the future. And I like cats as well. I've got a special cat at home. Her name's Holly, and she's all mine. Is she yours? She's and mine. how old is she? Is she a new cat, or is she... No, she uh, sort of. Got her last year. She's two years old. Oh, wow. In human years and 14 in cat because two times seven equals 14. So she's 14 years. So she's a teenager. And what's the? who's the other cat? Batman. Batman. Who's an old cat. Didn't Batman go missing once? Yeah, Batman and did go missing. I remember because uh, Shelley put it on the group, on our group. Yeah. And I was so upset. Did you go with your mom to the bunny park? Yes. I love bunnies. Yeah. I used to have two pet bunnies, but then they went to the bunny park. They went to the bunny park. Oh, and I remember your your mom. She was a great person for championing the animals there and yeah. looking after them. Do you need to be fit to be an actress? Yes, very. You need to be very fit because you don't know what you're going to be asked to do. I mean, you might think that you're just going to walk and talk on stage, and the director you come in and no, he's actu actually done a show. I've done two shows before. Mm -hmm. And you, but sometimes they ask you to do cartwheels while you're saying your words, and you have never. You thought, yes. oh, I don't have to do that. So you have to be I very fit. And nobody was asked to do that. <laughs> nobody was asked. But to did do you have it. to dance? Uh, yes, yes, I did have to dance. And so it was very fun. It was fun, but it's tiring. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's really tiring, especially as you get older. Believe me. <laughs> But yes, I th you do have to be very fit. And it's good to keep yourself going to yoga and Pilates and that. Do you get nervous before you perform? Again, when I sing, I'm slightly more nervous than when I act. When I act, I just get very excited and butterflies. Uh, I don't you know, I get excited. I get kind I of not. I just get excited. I don't get okay. really nervous anymore. But I did. I used to when I was young. Who is your favorite actor or actress and why? Judy okay. Dench is definitely one of the world's greatest actresses. For you. For me. For you. And, and, but Maggie Smith is also incredible. But Meryl Streep is amazing. You know, so many people are really good in different genres and different sort of... Like Meryl's great on film and What's Judy... What's a genre? A genre, well... Um, like what you asked me about film, television, stage, which is your best love. Okay. So Judy Dench is brilliant on stage and on screen and on television. Uh, Meryl's great on film. She's okay on stage, but she's, you know, most film actors are quite small on stage. You know, they, they don't have much energy to, yes. you know. What did you want to be growing up? I think you've told them either. I wanted to be a, 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 a doctor. But I think also I wanted to be everything. You wanted I wanted to be, to be a nurse. I wanted to be a. I wanted to be a movie star. I wanted to be and so being an actor, you can be all those things because you played them. So I've played a doctor. I've played fifteen lawyers in my life, which kind of, <laughs> which kind of indicates what I should have done maybe with my life. <laughs> but you know, as an actor, you get a chance to play anything you want to be. Yes. A miracle, like the song said before. Do you believe in miracles? That's what acting uh, does. When? <laughs> <laughs> you were singing Thank earlier. You. you have a lovely voice. Thank yeah. you. Who were your role models? Or who are your role models? You know, I also think that when, you, when you're when you in um, at university, 
when you we, I studied at university. So we were at university, and I think you 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 get together with a group of people, and you've got the same ideas about theatre, yeah. which seem like nobody else has ever thought of them. So I think those people, but not really your role models. I think a lot of teachers are role models, actually, because they are they inspire you quite a lot. Yes. But I would have to say Judy Dench again. I think she's the she's one because I met her and she was just amazing. What she the advice she gave me. Have they changed now that you are an adult? Your role models? No, not well. You can see, not oh. really, because I still li- I still liked her. <laughs> I think that one of the most fantastic. Uh, qualities people can have is empathy and kindness. And I think Judy Dench has both. I think, you know, we're not kind. You know what I mean? We're not kind to animals, to people. I'm to kind anything. to animals. Yeah, you are. But what I'm saying, as a rule, people aren't. So I like anybody that's kind. And I like anybody that enjoys a good laugh. I think that's very important <laughs> to laugh. I do. I think it's very important to laugh and to enjoy life. Joie de vivre. Joie de vivre. You're perfectly right. Have you ever done a one-woman show? I'm asking you that again. (laughs) Well, I've done about 12. And, you know, initially they were great. Someone came to see my show uh, at the beginning of this year, which was Blonde Poison, which was uh, set in Berlin, and I played a a German woman. Um, And someone said, why do you do so many one-woman shows? Do you not like people? (laughs) But it's not that. It's just that you can take a one-woman show. It's very easy to travel it because it's cheap. Yeah. Tell us your secret being a freelance actress and vocal coach who works constantly. I think you the famous thing of saying no doesn't exist in my vocabulary. No. No, I don't ever say no, and it can be actually bad for you because you can do too much. I'm sure you've even come across that in your. My first word is no. My first word was no. It was it. (laughs) Well, that's good. Then you, then, then you'll protect yourself. You'll look after yourself. You'll nurture yourself. So I think the secret is to grab every opportunity that you want to, with both hands and all your heart, and do it to the best of your ability. And you have to create your own work. That's the big thing in theatre nowadays. How has the industry changed from when you first started an actress to now? Well, I think there's, you know, there's less theatre and there's much more television mm. in terms of soap opera. I mean, at the moment, I think there's... What is soap opera? Do you know what soap opera is? No. You don't know? I have no idea. The what Bold it is. and the Beautiful, have you heard of that in your life? No. Okay. Have you heard of Isidingo? No. Have you heard of Generations? No. No. So there are television uh, series, but they go on for 15, 20 years. And you play the same character for 15, 20 years. We have about 25 in South Africa. And they've got telenovelas or that. But soap opera is where most of the actors are employed now, whereas before it used to be theatre. Yeah. So, Do you have any pets? I do. You said you used to have dogs. Do you still have dogs? I still have a dog. I have a belief that dogs have French souls. I don't know where it comes from, but I believe they're French. Maybe because I like talking French to dogs. So I used to have two Bassets called Babette and Chanel. And now I have a Carnus Africanus. You know what that is? It's a, no. It's a dog that's, uh, it's, it's its own breed now, but it's strictly South African and they, they originated in Egypt and they come down, but there are loads of them. A lot of people would call them brachies 
or street dogs. Have you ever put a beret on one of them's head? Because it makes them look French. <laughs> I put sunglasses on. But my current, <laughs> my current dog's name is Blanche. So it's also French, Blanche. Is every dog you've had ha- has had a French name? Every single dog I've ever <laughs> had has had a French name. And I, I talk to them in French. I don't even know any French names. You do. You just don't know that they're French because a lot of them. So in the morning when I wake up and my dog is there and I talk to the birds, they don't have French names. They're not French. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll say, Où est la blanche? Où est la blanche? And she knows. I, t- I sing to her in French. She's French. She's basically French. (laughs) (laughs) What is the most important lesson or advice that you can give to young actors and actresses? Like me. (laughs) Like you. (laughs) Well, I think to pursue what you love. So I'm going to ask you, what what part of acting do you love most? Acting. Acting. I like acting. Do you like singing? Sort of. Not in front of... Lots of people. Uh, no, a small bit of people, actually. Uh, you but like I'm singing in front of a large group of people? Yes. Well, that happens. So do you like dancing? Yes. I do modern and musical theatre. Oh, do you? Uh, do you have musical theatre at school? No. My mom actually does. Uh, no, she's got, she she's has got a studio in the garage. It's called? Cabaret, Cabaret Kids. Kids. That's right. That's wonderful. But, you know, when I was at school, you couldn't do drama at school. It wasn't a subject, you know. So now people are much luckier in a way that there's, you can you can do drama at school and decide whether you want to be an actress or whether you don't, or whether you want to be a director or it's be a scientist. Actually, a period in school that we call music. Sometimes we watch movies, but that's only a little. Sometimes and sometimes we play games relating to beats mm-hmm. and. Uh, we also play, I can't remember what it's called, but they like small piano keys. Oh, and they, yes. And they marked, like, G, oh. A, B, C. Do you play the piano? Yes, I do. Oh, good. When I was young, my mother said you have to choose between ballet and playing the piano. So I had chose ballet. And I could kick myself now. <laughs> I don't like I can ballet. Sing. I, ca- I can sing, but I can't really play the piano. And and I think it makes you sing better. It yeah. allows you to sing better. Thank you for coming on Chai Kids and teaching us more about the awesome work you do. This has been Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm nine years old. Thank you to my guest Fiona Ramsey for coming on Chai Kids. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful and lovely to meet you. And you're doing so brilliantly, Rio, as a talk show host. <laughs> And thank you to our producer, Mandy, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for, for another Chai Kids show. Goodbye, kids.